the Taco Brothers Podcast. Ask about me. Ask about me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk Talker Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And, and now your hosts, Gody and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godin. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at you. I want to welcome you guys to Talker Brothers Podcast. Another day, another day in podcasting. Smash, what's good Yo, with you, bro? Nothing much, man. Trying to stay dry out here in the Midwest. Hold up, man. It's been raining, like, for a week there. Yeah, it's been raining. We had a couple of uh, tornadoes touch down last night. So, you know, but we all good over on this side. So it's all good. Maybe that tornado across that front lawn and, and rip up that terrible grass you got in your front lawn. Nah, the rain was just like another <laughs> wave in, the, in that beautiful grass out there. Man, stop it. But ladies and gentlemen, for all the listeners, we got a, we got a real good show for you guys. We're going to delve into the trials and tribulations of being single. Now, being that me and Smash and I aren't single, we decided to get one of my original, the original talker brother, my boy out. What's going on? Nothing much. Give us a little give us a little bio about you, man. Who are you? What are you? He said, who are you and what are you? I'm a human <laughs> being. Boy. All right. <laughs> I'm a I'm a 33-year-old single male from Houston, Texas. Lived in Atlanta for about 10 years. Back That's in what's Houston. up. It's uh Stone Mountain. Stand up. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Whatever. <laughs> you and these you and you Georgia boys. So we also got another guest. Ashlyn, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're good. Same thing for you. Tell us about yourself. So I have a podcast, Miss Confidentiality, and I talk about lust and love. For my own personal love life, I am technically in a relationship um i've gone from a six plus year relationship to you know a few years of situationships complicationships maybe ships and now i'm technically in a relationship but i know that the traditional folks will say if you're not married you're single so there, there you have it so we're gonna i definitely wanted uh ashley on the, on the pod because she focused she focuses on it a, a whole lot so I know she's gonna come with some good some good insight on this subject. Me and pressure. Is it pressure? No, it's no pressure. <laughs> it's no pressure. You do it every you do it every week and you do you really you're really good at it. Thank you. So it, it, you got give me some some pointers and different things that I you know I share with my single friends and uh, uh make them have those hmm moments. So <laughs> But we got so so. What we'll do is we'll start off. We'll start off with the obvious question here. Okay. Okay. The obvious question is, and uh, Ashley, you can go first. Okay. You're currently in a relationship, but why, at this point, aren't aren't you married? Oh, okay. That one's a big one. <laughs> 
I'm he came out swinging hard. <laughs> yeah, right. We right? gonna, gonna get this out the way early. He didn't even, he didn't even warm up, stretch nothing. Nothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would say it has to do with finances for me personally, or that's at least what I'd like to tell myself. Um, but no, we we have a plan. Um, I am very strict, I guess you would say, in terms of uh, the five-year plans and knowing where you're going type of thing in a relationship. So we do have a plan. We're both students right now. Um, weddings cost money proposals cost money so we kind of just have decided maybe two or three years down the road um and that's just kind of really the basis of why i'm still single okay. and not engaged okay out give us your your thoughts man where should i start wherever you choose <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning out <laughs> here now now you know uh Man, I'm single because I just don't know nobody want my ass at the end of the day. But now, nah, you know, you come you come across many relationships and many women, you know, they want different things in life. One yeah. thing I'm big on, I don't want kids. Mm. I probably could have been married by now. And I didn't turn so many away because at this time in my life, at this age, I gotta be honest and I gotta be real. Cause it's more than just sleeping around and everything now, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so you know I can sell a dream. Yeah, I want this and this and that just to get what I want, and then, but I'm not with that no more. So, my I think my biggest reason of being not where I want to be is because of kids. Kids. So that's a huge one. That's so have so what has so how are those conversations gone? Like I've known you for years, man, and and. I'll let you delve though, you know, I'll let you expose the stories that you want to expose. But what what were how did those conversations come about? And and what was the responses from the opposite on when you exposed that you didn't want to have kids? Well, you know, when as I stated previously, when you get into to this dating thing and you get a certain age, you know, things become real. You know, so you didn't had your fun. Now you ready to settle down. So one thing about time, you can't get back. Right. And you don't want to waste That's nobody's true. time. So if I know that she don't want kids, I mean, she want kids and I don't, I don't need to waste this woman's time and she don't need to waste mine. So it comes up in conversation because they will ask you, what are you looking for? So you keep it real. Now, some, sometimes in my dating life, I did kind of extend it, like just keep it going, but I knew the question was gonna come up and I wasn't ready for it because I was enjoying my time with that person. Right. Mm -hmm. Not, nothing sexual, nothing like that. It's just like, damn, I like this woman. Mm -hmm. But I knew if she say something about some kids, I'm gonna have to let her know that, hey, I don't want them. Okay. So, so what is the reasons why? Give me, give me some reasons why you don't want kids. Yeah. Oh, here we go, boy. <laughs> you know what's coming. After, after, after I tell you these answers, boy, y'all might cut me out, boy. I'm gonna get. <laughs> nah, but um, it's about three, three good reasons. Uh, number one, I want to raise a kid in this world the way it is now. Oh, amen. 
Yeah, it's, it's crazy out here. And then, you know, you got Trump in the office. You don't know what's to, what's to come afterwards. Then number two, I'm scared of the unknown. The unknown of having kids? Or having a kid. Okay. I'm scared of. Yeah, you know, because one thing about me, I'm really, I'm firm, and I don't have no problem. So if my child fuck me at 12 years old, I kick your ass out. So we, so we, <laughs> so we call it stubborn firm. That's what we call it, stubborn now. Nah, I, 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 I won't call it stubborn. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, and then at the same time, I lost a brother at the age of like probably two mm-hmm. due to a uh, crater uh, death. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be paranoid at the same time. Probably won't never sleep because I'm scared they'll lose, you know, lose their breathing while sleeping. Right. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of things just running my mind. It's more probably negative than positive. You know, the only thing I can see that'll be good right now having a kid is to come home and that baby saying, daddy, daddy, and putting their soft fingers on my face. Right. And it's expensive. <laughs> Other than that, I don't have nothing <laughs> to say I want kids. Okay. They are expensive. They, yeah, yeah, they're not cheap, that's for sure. And the unknown is always going to be there regardless if you, I mean, you, you can't, there's no way for us to sit down and cookie cut how we want this child to be raised or what they're going to turn out to be. It's just, it's all a crap shot. You know, it's just, you got to just do your best and, and hope for the best and that you, you know, you do right by them. Ashley, what about you? I mean, you, you have, you gave us your reasons why. Are you, are, are you and your, your significant other looking to have kids or that's part of the future? Oh yeah, he would have been kicked to the curb real quick if I heard that. <laughs> when you were just when you were just talking about you prolong it sometimes, that definitely would have been me after that day. <laughs> right. Lock and delete. <laughs> That's it. Perfect example. They don't want to hear from my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was listening at first and I was like, oh, you're being too harsh on yourself. Then I heard that I said, oh, yeah, you know what? I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we we definitely will ha- will um God willing, obviously have children. I haven't really ventured off into the if it can't happen or you know I haven't really got that far into my thoughts. I just kind of assume it will happen, it can happen, so it should happen. That's kind of my mentality around children. But I also do share all of those fears that he mentioned. Anyways, to be quite honest, I think. For myself, I've gone through a lot of counseling. Um, It's kind of, it's not a mandatory thing when you're in this field, but it's a recommended thing when you're in this field. So I've gone through a lot of counseling myself to kind of, I guess, stabilize those fears and to realize that there's a lot of unknowns with all aspects of our lives, essentially. So I don't want to, I guess, miss out on something due to fear. Right. right. And I know that yeah. there was obviously several other reasons that he mentioned, too, with finances. That's another huge thing for me. I, I still haven't sorted out a plan for that. I'm I'm low key hoping I can, like, bribe a, a tween or a teenager to take care of my children at times. Maybe <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I can't afford the real certified nanny. So right. I'm just hoping right. like a, an overly ambitious teen that I could, like, bribe for 20 bucks or something out there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I 
that is kind of, I guess, where I am in terms of children. But it's nice to see and and to know that we kind of are coming into that space where people don't feel like kids is a um, obligation to have. Like, I I think it's nice to know that some people are okay and willing to say that, you know what, I don't want kids. I'm actually enjoying my life without them. And I don't mind having yours over so I can send them back home after I'm done. Like, I think that's (laughs) great. And see, that's that's where I am. I can't wait to have grandkids so I can do just that. (laughs) So so I can pay that forward. (laughs) So what's this? uh, What's this five year plan you got? You you said that the five year plan. Yeah, because so the five-year plan came. Okay, so I I kind of briefly mentioned I was in a long-term relationship. I I was in a long-term relationship, but I was a baby myself. I was in a relationship when I should have been reading books, you know. And your parents always say focus on your books, and you're like, nah, I'm grown. Kind of was like around that age, I guess you would say, through high school and my university experience um, was my long-term relationship, and we just never had a plan. I've always wanted a plan, but I guess I was too scared. And you know, we're in a kind of a modern society where everyone thinks it's a fairy tale and no planning and no logistics should go into things and you know proposals should be a surprise and you know babies and houses should just kind of like come without the planning I guess it doesn't sound as romantic when you sit down and have a five-year plan with somebody Uh, but I've always thought that was important so when I went into this relationship essentially I was with him for I think a Ooh, sounds bad when I say it out loud, but I think a month. <laughs> so let me let me, let, let, let me ask this question. So you you have this five year plan, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna tell you, I'm just totally against. I'm totally against um, these lists and plans because because you set these high expectations and these and it, it doesn't come to fruition then mm-hmm. you start to then that's that that here enters problems for you and your significant other okay mm-hmm. so, so with that being said are you willing to adjust this plan accordingly if if that timeline you reach that timeline and that goal hasn't been met in that relationship are you willing to reevaluate and reassess and not hold it against him or her, him or her for that particular goal so if you if you figure that we want to have thirty thousand dollars in the bank and you at your at your benchmark and he's Mm -hmm. way behind his benchmark but he's really trying are you willing Mm -hmm. to adjust your goals going forward um i think for myself so what i always suggest to people when you're doing like any plan that has i guess uh a future plan i guess i would say to do it separately and then to come together so for us we did ours separately uh-huh. and i only do that because when you come together to create a plan people start holding back their real feelings and their thoughts and you know what they want out of life so we did it separate and then we came together and we essentially meshed it and merged it and we did take things out that weren't realistic and we did add things that maybe one wanted but one wouldn't but it wasn't detailed to the point where you know, we know what car we're going to drive and, you know, what type of house we're going to have. And, you know, just a small little details, whereas it was more like, OK, we graduate in 2020 and 2022. We want to be able to, you know, put a mortgage down. Just kind of those kind of things like children, uh, engagement, just things essentially that 
would happen I guess in our relationship and just knowing when those things happen now in terms of will I leave if that plan doesn't follow through yes yes I will I will (laughs) I I, I would I would because I I think sometimes people stay in things too long and if it's not if you guys essentially don't have the core elements of a relationship that kind of can mesh or be compromised i don't see the point of being in it just kind of like what he mentioned with kids if you want kids and somebody else doesn't want kids there's no point of trying to figure out a way to make that work you know i i do think some things that it's just not going to work and it might work now but it's going to be a problem in the future anyways um and i guess the last thing i would say is and i have left a relationship before because of that where i wanted um two kids essentially and he wanted six and i wasn't prepared to raise a village so i left (laughs) (laughs) you've heard that saying if if you want to hear god laugh tell him your plans huh yeah Right, like in I don't and and I know and just just before I even let somebody else say something, one thing I would mention is, I think it's great that you brought up the fact that people hold resent, because for me, going into a five year plan or doing a five year plan is done so those emotions and those things don't occur. We're all human, and for me, it's perfectly okay if we can't come together on something that's important to us mm-hmm. right now because I think, like, let each other go and let let that person find somebody because there's tons of people out there where their plan will work with. So it just doesn't make sense in my mind to try to make it work with me. Okay. So, Alton, what... You're being a single man. What is... Do you have a list? Or do you have a set of uh, uh, goals or expectations for that perfect mate? Nah, not really, to be honest with you. Because, you know, it ain't no such thing as perfect. Now, if I have a list, hell. Do you have a what? list? Do you have a list? I say, yeah, nah, I don't have one. Okay. But I'm, <laughs> if, if I have a list, it's going to be mighty long. <laughs> it's gonna be long so i don't have no list you know what i'm saying so uh but i don't look at you know when i was younger i looked at really i ain't look at too much because i ain't care right. i'm gonna be real with you i didn't care you were so you I'm, were so your raw oats <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> on listening. You know, so he didn't you know, know if he I should I lie or not. Right? <laughs> there you go. You know, they can read between the lines. So, so you know, I uh, now at this point in, in life, all all I ask for consistency, and and I just look for the, a genuine person. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And. Uh, and, and to be be somebody that that's guard fearing, of course, have their head on they, they shoulder right. You know, I don't I don't ask for too much, but you know, at the same time, I don't want to walk around with somebody wild body Vanessa. I don't want to walk around with somebody <laughs> that's looking a high mess. I don't want that. <laughs> well, saying you have to be the baddest. <laughs> I don't want you the ugliest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we got we got to. You gotta meet me somewhere. So, so a lot of times, like say for example, if a woman got a birthmark on their face, uh-huh. back in the day, uh, now I love that birthmark. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm. That was my I, next I, I question. You evolved. No you grown. You evolved. 
thought you said you bald for a second. <laughs> nah, I, well, I am bald. I am a bald head. I am a bald head. Rub on the head, make a wish. <laughs> so that that was gonna be my next question. You answered my next question is that okay, so that you're you have evolved to the point where um that physical those physical traits because when we meet somebody let's all be honest with ourselves the first thing when you, you see somebody that you are, you're interested in it's that physical attraction then once you introduce yourself you get to know that person then you you start to want to delve into who they are and what they are as a person um are those so i, I would take it at, at us at this age we're not really hung up on the over we, I know we don't want the ugly duckling, but we, but mm -hmm. that physical. Nothing wrong with the ugly duckling. Well, <laughs> you say that, you say that, but let's be yeah. honest, physical attraction. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that physical attraction has a play in it. You know what? I but I would I would disagree. I would disagree. I don't think I know the majority does go off of the physical attraction like the for, at first sight type of thing but I do feel like it depends on the environment you met the person in because I know a few friends who have maybe gone to like university or whatever and because they've been in a program and had to be in close proximity with these ugly ducklings so to speak <laughs> they did grow on them and they were able to get over that and and when I say ugly duckling I guess they it wasn't as if they were completely unattractive to them right but they weren't their type they weren't looking at them in that way like they they essentially weren't attractive they didn't consider them attractive right. but as they had to work alongside them or you know kept crossing paths i know a few people and they're actually they ended up getting married and i never have brought it up to the to my female friends to be like hey remember what remember when you okay i never actually brought it up but they have before they were together mentioned that they didn't find them that attractive right and that and that's what i mean i don't mean to say that i mean one man's one man's trash is another man's treasure right so mm -hmm. it's just i should rephrase that to say that attraction because mm -hmm. because you might not be attracted to them the other person someone else may be attracted to them mm -hmm. but even when we get past that, mm -hmm. um, that if they're if they don't meet your if they're not if they're not interesting to you, then it's a kind mm -hmm. of a non-starter at that point, you know. So you yeah. if you don't have and I, I don't I don't really think is money an issue? Do you have to have the rich person? Do they have to be or they or they just have to be stable? Throwing it back to Ashlyn. So right now, does your current relationship does he meet all the criteria on your list okay okay so i should do a little bit of backtracking i had a five-year i have a, a five-year plan or i had a five-year plan it's been two years of it now uh -huh. um but i don't i've never had a list in terms of characteristics uh -huh. of who i found or I guess not even attractive, but like characteristics of, you know, or standards or physical or men, emotional or whatever, like needs that need to be met. I've actually never had that um, for a male that I've dated. I've just kind of gone off of my personal experience, to be quite honest, and my own, you know, I guess I don't even know what word to say. Like, I've just I've just never needed it, to be quite honest with you. Like, I'm pretty insightful to know whether I can put up with this this 
these characteristics with a little bit of that over there. Um, so I've never had a list of criteria. The only thing I can say when I'm really trying to rack my brain is you had to definitely have had post-secondary education for me. Um, uh, I don't want to say it out loud, but you got to be six feet or taller, but it's because I'm short and I don't want my boys, I don't want my males to be short and then have to date women like me. So I'm really, when you think about it, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about others when I made that decision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm five, two and a half. Oh, so, so. To admit. <laughs> yeah, she's, I mean, that's like, I mean, the average woman is about what? Five, five and below probably the average, the average woman. This is not about me and my height issues. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't, characteristics, there goes those characteristics that we speak of because that's part of that ugly duckling. I mean, if, yeah. if if he doesn't fit in that criteria of that five, Man. you know, above five foot two and above, and you're not oh, even, you don't even want a one inch guy <laughs> taller than you. You want a guy that's like 10, like five or six inches taller yeah. than you, you know? So that falls into that ugly duckling syndrome because then it's <sighs> it's not attractive to you. Although he, okay. he may meet, he may meet nine of the 10 categories that you, you know, that you don't want to, you don't want to divulge, but if that one characteristic of that he him that the guy's being short is a as a shortfall, you you mean you're not you know, going to give him a chance? In my defense, I have dated <laughs> a few men shorter than six foot. Uh huh. I didn't forget they were shorter than six foot the whole time I was dating them, but I did put it aside for uh -huh. the greater good and date them. She said so for I the greater put, good. I will put that out there. <laughs> and how did that turn out? It, it, um, I noticed. I won't lie. I won't lie because I don't like. I I don't. I don't like pretending that I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. So uh -huh. I did notice. You know, it did bother me a little bit, but I wouldn't say it impacted the relationship. I wouldn't say it impacted the relationship. But you know, I I did think about my future children and you know how they may have to suffer. And <laughs> <laughs> you, you out there. You out there blocking your blessings, man. I mean, you, for real. <laughs> for real. You don't, I mean, you could marry a six, five, six feet tall, you and know, then, and have some ugly yep. children still. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I know it's coming. And be short tail. Right. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> so, it, my, my, and that, that leads, so the height, it was, you were self-conscious about height. But it was other um, reasons why the relationship didn't work, and it had nothing to do oh, with height, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We See. we dated for about two years before we ended. So his height, it didn't take two years for me to realize he wasn't six foot. Let's just say that. Um, but there's other issues that was the reason we ended. But I, you know what? I think that is the only shallow characteristic. She said shallow. Is, <laughs> is he married now? Do you know if he's married now? No, he's not married now. Okay. Probably because he's probably because of the height. Oh. <laughs> How tall is he? How tall is he? Five eight? No, he. I think he was like five ten. Oh, so you mean he's uh, only he's only two inches shorter than what you with your expectations? <laughs> wow. Exactly, but you still got to look up to him at the same time. Right. I right. know. I know. I'm human. <laughs> I'm human. Oh. <laughs> so, what's, what's this other criteria of post-secondary education? 
I, that's the first I ever heard that one. Okay, so for me, and the reason I know this because, as I said, I've gone to counseling. <laughs> but for me, it was because I've grown up. I grew up in a really large family, and essentially, we my my mother always had a great job, made a lot of money, but we had a lot of she had we had six I had six she had six kids right? right so I've grown up knowing what it's like you know to count your pennies and make things stretch and my mom did everything she could for me and all that jazz but essentially I still noticed that I was low income so I think for me it's just I don't want my children to go through that I think that's just really what it comes down to and the only way I feel like I can protect them from that is if I was to date somebody who went and furthered their education and essentially more than likely will be making above average in terms of, you know, the middle income family or the low income family. That really is what it comes down to for myself. And I also will say, I think it kind of overlaps with ambition for the most part for the people I've dated. And I think I'm actually attracted to people who are ambitious. You don't have to be doing a certain career. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, a career that everybody desires, but I just, I, I find that when I've dated people who've gone to school, they, there's like a, a certain level of drive, I guess, what was a common thread through all of them that I just was attracted to. Right. So birds of a feather flock together. So you yeah. want to make sure that you have you common. So it not, not necessarily they have to be wealthy or not necessarily have to have post education. They just exactly. you just basically want to make sure that financially we all There's can people. be stable and and yeah. and meet what we're trying to yeah, accomplish. We're trying to accomplish. The, the exactly. richest guys out there didn't go to college. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. And and I know that's obviously and that's why I, w I wouldn't ever t I wouldn't ever suggest people look look at that I guess you would say like I wouldn't tell people that they have to go to they have to have gone to a uh, university or college in order for them to be a part of your list I think for myself that's an insecurity that I've just always had growing up and it was literally the only way I could I felt or I feel I can ensure that my kids essentially won't right won't, won't, won't so, grow up in poverty I guess so when you hand out that relationship application and it, it has the, mm -hmm. the job description on it it says secondary education preferred but not necessary yeah. <laughs> that's what you basically say <laughs> so I want to get in on something yeah. bad go, let, let, go she answered this question let me get in on this one go here. ahead you got the floor right. bro go jump in now I want I want to touch on two things. She said the education, secondary education, and then she said about counseling, right? Mm -hmm. So the education part, I, I me personally, I, I go by the, the times that we living in now. Mm -hmm. Education right now to me is not as important as it was twelve years ago, mm -hmm. because of the simple fact. I'm looking at it now. When we was in school, when we was taking a math quiz or doing homework, we look in the back of the book and get the answers. The odd numbers or the even numbers, I can't remember. <laughs> and, and these days now, you can Google every answer that you need. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that education right now is to learn how to be, be tech savvy. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think also it's about who you know to get to where you at. Definitely. Because I'm in the mortgage industry. I went to college probably one year, started working offshore, and, and 
I'm at the same job with a lot of people that have master's degrees and all these type of degrees, but they doing the same thing I'm doing with a person with no degree. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a degree or uh, uh, people or women that look at men that don't have a degree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I think that's very shallow of them, but mm-hmm. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But it ain't right to me, you know, because the same the dude can hold his own. A job title don't mean nothing to me. Right. If I can make uh, six figures dumping trash, I don't have no problem saying I'm a trash man. Right. Versus a lawyer, attorney, or a doctor. You know what I'm saying? And then for the uh, counseling goes, because I am talking with someone I've been talking with for like four months now, well, three and a half months. Mm-hmm. And she goes to counseling. And she was telling me that she recommend for a lot of people to go to counseling, like saying yes. everybody should do it. Yeah, but me, But me personally... <clears throat> I don't feel like everybody should mm-hmm. because that council probably got crazy shit going on in their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm a and I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a God fearing Jesus lover. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think me going to talking to a person is gonna solve my problem regardless at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, I mean, now, let me let me interject for a second there, and, and, yeah, I, and, and I don't agree with that at all. Um, first of all, counseling they won't solve your problems. There's there's, yes. there's no yes. counselor in the world, or there's no mm-hmm. mental health professional that can no. solve your problems. No, and that's not what they're there and for. That, and they're they're basically there to help you identify, recognize, and help you basically be able to maintain and be able to enlighten you on how to 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 weather these storms and they don't have the answers smash is in the health professional field so he can delve on that even more i see him shaking his head like boy 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 out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the conversation the homeboys i have <laughs> but it's it's so much I mean like in this whole conversation it's so much to unpack from both of them because I can tell uh, from Ashlyn you know growing up something traumatic happened to you whether you just didn't like the like the way you grew up you said you had to count pennies and so that makes you you know that's kind of in in my opinion now, I don't know so it kind of puts that why you had that planner type mentality because you yes, want to plan things out so you know how your life is going to be yeah. so it won't be like it was when you grow up and then Alton man I do we can unpack a lot of things right now with you bro it ain't bad it's just like you got some things from from the past too and that's what happens like it's it's mm-hmm. all the way we all grew up there's some stuff that we never dealt with because if you go back to the uh the black mentality like hey what's what happens in our house stays in our house don't go say this and right. we we've kept that in so long that it's it's affected us as adults right and we just keep passing it on and passing it on man like I, I'm, I'm just saying, like that's why I'm listening to y'all. I, I can hear a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Won't you give me one? Let me see if you're right. Well, like the the biggest the biggest reason I think you don't want kids, and it and it kind of relate to both of y'all, because uh, both of y'all have like anxiety about how kids are gonna be. She's worried about her kids, how they gonna look, if they are gonna be tall or short, and mm-hmm. from that, that might have been 
maybe got picked on when you were growing up or you seen somebody get picked yep. on and you didn't like it. Call me Shortfoot. <laughs> Shortfoot. <laughs> and then with, with Alton, you know what I'm saying? Like with uh with your with your brother passing, that's just something that it seems like you probably never dealt with. You just know that it happened. But you, you know, as a family, y'all may not even have talked about it. So it's just a lot of stuff that nobody's unpacked as a, you know what I'm saying, coming up. It's just something that it happened. You dealt with it, but you you didn't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? You didn't go over it. And it's like some unclosed uh, business. Because as parents, and D can tell the same thing, like we all have anxiety over our kids. Right. But, but right now, my business anxiety that I'm trying to get over is watching my child get into a car and drive off i cannot <laughs> I, I, that's this is one of my biggest fears right now for me and i'm trying to and i talk to people about it and you know send them to driving school but that still doesn't put me at ease to know because i know my child you know they they kids nowadays the phone rings they want to look at it right so these these little things i have anxiety about and it comes down to me trusting and allowing them to make a mistake but to make mm -hmm. a mistake behind uh, a, a car that's mistake might be the last one you know so yeah but there again there goes again this is when you you know you reach out to your friends your family um you make see seek professional counseling to be able to cope with these stressors right you'll never get the you i'll never ever get over it but at some point in time I would have to accept and and live and let go you know so I think that's, that's a great point that you mentioned though is and i always tell people that and that's kind of why truthfully i started miss confidentiality is because i think there's a misconception that counselors are put together their lives are perfect and therefore they're helping others when essentially that's not our role our role is to improve the quality of your life and our role is to increase your awareness and it doesn't equal that you have to then change um, your mentality towards anything as much as all we're there to do is let you know that it's there and these are the reasonings you act this way um, and do A, B, and C. Right. Yeah. Right. And and that's and that's and so so Elton, as you can hear, it, it's not. We all have problems, but it, it's just they're gonna help you draw that guidebook, you know, so mm -hmm. that where you can get to point A to point B in a good fashion. You're talking about a counselor, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, see, I'm, I'm still going to be stubborn on that. Well, you know, earlier you said stubborn and mixed with stubborn and something else. <laughs> Early in the conversation, you said, I'm, now, what, one thing about me and you, Cody, mm -hmm. we some stubborn individuals at times. Yes, definitely. Counseling? Counseling? I don't think I need that. Yeah. And well, I don't think know, everyone needs it either. Right. I would I would agree with you on that as well. I don't think everyone needs it. I would suggest it to anybody who's interested, um, but I definitely wouldn't say that this is a must-have in your life in order for you to have a great life. But I would say this. I would say this like we tell like I tell my kids all the time. You don't know if you like it or dislike it unless you try it. Yeah. So I would I would highly suggest that you try it. Have I tried it before? Yes, I've been to counseling and yes, I've had um, things that I, I wanted to work on with as, as an adolescent with my family and my mother was my mother was big on counseling that was one of her whenever something went went wrong or awry and, and I was a rebellious kid we went to counseling we talked about it and, I, and that helped me understand um, some things as a, as a kid because like 
like Ashley said, we counted pennies. You know, my mom, my dad worked and I always didn't understand the reason why um, mm-hmm. when I asked, I couldn't receive. But, um, and her her explanation was never good enough for me. His explanation was yeah. never good enough for me. So when we mm-hmm. went and sat down with an individual, uh, a biased, a, a non-biased individual, mm-hmm. and we were able to understand, I was able to get the understanding of why, um, even I was I was acting out of character because of this, not knowing that I was doing it. So it was just yeah. a, it was just they were helping you enlighten you into what your behavior is and how that a behavior affects not not even you knowing that that you're doing these behaviors, you know. So and as like now I can't as an adult I can I can honestly say I hadn't been to a counselor or uh, or or any any. Uh, mental professional to help me guide me through my adulthood mm-hmm. but those experiences as a child through counseling they have I have I definitely lean on those things as far as um, when I'm talking to friends or um, and I'm talking to family members a lot of times we tend to have to we want to talk but sometimes yeah. that, that person just needs somebody to listen you know so they can just use you as a sounding board so a lot of times we do that and that helps help others and help yourself as well when you just use others as just sounding boards. But I would yeah. I would say at least try. I won't say just because I and it's it sounds totally like that syndrome, that black syndrome that we have. Yeah. What happens in our family stays in our family, and we don't need mm-hmm. to we don't need to share or discuss. You know, you just bottle it up, cap put a cap on it, pray to God, and hope that it all gets better. So, and it's not a knock. But it's just that's what we're and that's what's been ingrained and that's what we've been taught. But now as we get older and people start reaching out and understanding different things that you realize that there's more other ways to cope with these with these anxieties and stressors that we we face every day in our life. Yeah, and I think that's what it depends on. So with me over here, I don't have nothing that I think is stressing me out or making me want to leave me to go talk to someone. Right. Yeah. So I think it's just depending on that person and what they have going on and they, they past experience in their life. So with me, I'm a nonchalant type of fella, so I kind of go with whatever <laughs> happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I really don't be can for Georgia of the time. So I don't go into no, you know, I just don't think that everyone, but I understand where y'all coming from, you know, and everybody like, you know, go do his relationship in the past, you know, or his experience in the past, lead him to do that. That's mm-hmm. understandable. And with with your situation, it's definitely understandable. You know, sometimes y'all might need to, because you don't feel comfortable talking with family or friends. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, for me, I feel like, hell, I got friends for a reason. Yeah. I'm a good answer out of one of y'all. Yeah, and and I, and I tell you, I tell you, that's something that that we as friends, Smash and I, uh, Alton and I, our, our partner Chris, um, and we we have a good support. We have a good core of friends that sometimes we'll give it to you like you deserve it you know if, if it makes sense we'll say that definitely makes sense if we if it's stupid we'll say it's stupid but that's as a brotherhood that's what we have and we do have a good support and a support system for one another where we don't judge or you know what i'm saying take yeah. or take offense to what's being said it's just that we generally care for one another so 
I understand why he doesn't want to go to counseling, but mm -hmm. I also understand that just give it a try. You never know if you don't if you don't like it, just you don't like it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I do more drilling than them. Yeah. I'm asking them questions. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, you do do that. What you drink after you leave here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can drink gin. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> you ain't no good, goddamn. Yep. Those are those are the clients I love. <laughs> yep. So, so Ashlyn, so to explain to me how like we you giving us a little background on uh just to pick it back on what smash is saying do you mm -hmm. do you believe that your past the things that the way you were grown the way that you were raised and the culture that you were raised in do you think those those affect your current your your you going into relationships or or how you're like he said you're you're just a total planner do you think that's yeah, really affecting you right now a absolutely absolutely i know it's affecting me and i think that's where i mention or i tell people it's not always about you have to become aware and then you have to change everything right um some of the things that i do that's where i feel safe and essentially i I don't have the time right now to figure out other ways to feel safe. So those are the those are just those are just the things I keep doing. Amen, I agree with right? you. Like that's, that's just really what it comes down to. So it's not it's not that I think it's the best way or the right way. It's the way that I feel right. I get security from a relationship, and I'm just I'm essentially grateful and fortunate enough to have a partner who's will sit down with me and do it my way i guess right like he definitely didn't approach me for it um we i think it was about three weeks that he said he was gonna do it i didn't bring it up again and then three weeks he sat me down and we did it but i know that that was done for me it wasn't done for him it wasn't done because um all these things are going to happen and it's now concrete and set out it was just done to give me that sense of security that i need because of my own uh history like you guys mentioned right mm -hmm. and and it was kind of one of those things where it wasn't taking away from anything for him to do it right. at, at the end of the day. It, it didn't, it wasn't a great effort for us to sit down and figure out what province, we live in provinces, I'm, I'm in Canada, so what provinces we want to live in and how we want to raise our kids. Like those weren't, um, those weren't things that were taking away from, I don't know, his day, I guess, or, you know, it, it wasn't a great leap of effort, I guess is what I would say. And I do think a lot of females truthfully do need that. And I and I know that it's it I, I feel like we live in like this era where a lot of things are shunned. And I know that's one thing where people are kind of like, you know, they're not they're not down with giving you their five year plan and they don't see the point of that and blah, blah, blah. But I do think females are curious creatures and we do like to have that sense of security to know that you see me in your future. Um, and I. I don't really think anything's wrong with it, to be honest. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see an issue with you telling me how I fit into your life. I don't know. Now, I didn't, as a single person, I didn't had that question asked so many times. What do you see yourself in five years? What's your five-year plan? And you know what my answer be? <laughs> what? Anybody gonna say what? You, you gonna <laughs> you gonna tell us anyway? <laughs> you probably like I don't know where I'm gonna be in five minutes, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, I go flow of life. <laughs> life is a oh, game God. that I'm playing. That's all I say. I say one thing about it. 
ain't no sorry dude. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna provide. And we're gonna do our thing. But other than that, I can't tell you where I'm gonna be at in five years. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you can plan out everything that you want to do, but who's to say it's gonna happen? Exactly. Anything can happen in those five years. I mean, it's good to, to dream about things. I ain't saying this wrong, but we gotta be a realist too. I can set out a whole plan for everything, but who's to say it's gonna really happen? Or I can just do it just to say it's good for you here. You know and, what? And no, this, is, this is what I would argue with that is because people do say things like that. But when we go, when like just say when we're starting our career and stuff, people have goals. People, you're not going to know whether you're going to be the manager of that, you know, agency. You don't know if you're going to be able to, you know, move up the ladder, or do whatever, or if you're able to buy your own house. And like, you don't know all those things, but people do plan. Essentially, humans plan. We do plan stuff. I think people just get anxious once they hear, now let's plan for us. Because when people say they don't, of course you plan. Of course you plan. You could decide, um, I want to go on a vacation in a year. This is plans, right? Like these are things where we're planning our day to day or we're planning our year or what our year looks like. So I don't think it's a something that we don't do. I think where people start to get clammy is when you're asking them to plan you into their life. That is where people are like, oh, um, I don't know. But but you do, we do plan. Nobody, for the most part, none of us get up and just go with the flow, right. as we like to say. And, and you, you, make a, you make a really good, that's a really good point because yes, yep. we, we all do plan. And it's kind of, if as a as an individual plan, if and I can accept my failures mm -hmm. better than that significant other can accept my failures. Exactly. And I think that's a big play on someone's psyche when we had this plan and their judgment of yes. me on, well, you know what? If you did X, Y, Z, this yes. would this would have made that plan happen for you. But exactly. you don't you don't really understand what I'm going through as an individual. And I think that's one of the biggest issues. And you hit it right on the head that when it's time to synchronize that plan together, then your expectations and my expectations may not be in line or that that stagnant point for me versus your where you think i should be stagnant or, or i should be booming through exactly. through these goals or aren't being fulfilled we have a problem so but but i i, I ask this though to you both of you guys are, are single when you meet someone do you go in it? Do you go? I know, Alan, I know your answer, but do you, do you do you go into this thing with no expectations, or do you automatically, when you meet this person, here comes that five-year plan and and mm -hmm. that list of what you expect from this person, or do you just let it let it flow? Like, I mean, I mean, at some point in time, you're gonna say, yeah. After a year, we're gonna evaluate where we are. But yeah. initially, do you set expectations? soon as you meet someone or do you give it time to to give room to to see where we are and what we could be so for myself like when i'm dating when i'm dating really honestly truthfully and all my friends know this the only expectation i have is a free meal honestly like that's all i'm going mm, for I just, that's another topic I, for another show that burns me up right there 
together and, and then want to throw out a five-year plan. Dad, <laughs> so let, let's let's put let's pause let's pause let's put a pin on that. And we're not piling on here, Ashley, not at all. But I definitely want to. Okay, so I mad on that. Nah, I, I'm I'm kind of upset about that because this, here here's my thinking on this. Okay, if 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 this if we're meeting each other, right, and we introduce each other, we we decided we're gonna go out on a date. Okay, mm-hmm. for me. I'm, I, that's always going to be a question. Or, or is this going to be a? Is this? Are we going Dutch, or or what is this going to be? Because huh? at, yeah. at some point in time, when that check hits the table, your first reaction is: Is he going to pick it up? My reaction is: Is she going to pick it up? Now, if it's a date that's going really well, and I'm really digging you, I'm really grooving with you. Yeah, I, I don't mind grabbing that check and paying it. But is that causing what? you as a person to? Is that setting expectations that? The next time we go out, is that going to happen? I, it, it, so for you to say, all you expect is a free meal, that's kind of free uh, meal. That's that's not right. So why did he? Why doesn't he get the free meal from you? Because I didn't ask you out. Oh, okay. So that that okay, that's a good point. Yeah. So I didn't ask you out. all right, that makes sense. Well, hold on, well, hold on, well, hold on. <laughs> no, what she say? All right, he asked her out. But then at the same time, she could have denied it, but she's going for that free meal. Exactly. That's what she said. <laughs> it, it, that's where it gets twisted at right there. And that's why now I don't even do that shit. What I do, number one, we finna meet up at Starbucks or Marble Slab or somewhere like that. I don't mind spending $5.99 on you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That let me know what's happening after that. Right. This is, this is how I see it. And this is this is why I expect my free meal out of this. Because <laughs> if I'm walking through the mall and somebody is giving out free samples and they say, Hey miss, can I have two minutes of your time? And they're gonna tell me at the end of this two minutes of the time, they're gonna give me a free sample of, you know, whatever the, whatever they're sampling for the day. Is it my fault that they're not getting anything in return? You stopped me. You you wanted me to stop and give you my time and decided that you're going to give this in return. That's not, why is that my fault now? Why does that become my fault once the date doesn't go well? Smash. So what, if he asked you, what if he asked you to go Dutch? Are you, you cool with that? I don't me? bring my wallet, so. Wow. I don't, I don't even bring my wallet. I don't even, I don't, see when you said that moment where you're wondering if I pay or you pay, there's no wonder because I don't got nothing on me except for my jeans and I make sure they don't walk my pockets so you know I don't have no cards. <laughs> wow, yeah, you got to triple that. <laughs> so, but then you want to throw out this five-year plan and it's like, hold on now, baby. Hold on now. Like, what's going with this? You know what I'm saying? But, hey, I'm just a single dude over here looking for my wife. <laughs> I'm not in a relationship. She clear. She in a relationship. She doing something good. Right, right. So I but well, the, we, the, we, the, we we well, we we know she he paid the first date to get this far. We know that for sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> only time he only time he probably get a free meal is his birthday. Right. How long have been dating? Oh, we've been what what year are we in now? Uh, two years. Two years? What? Ten, I mean, a year and a half. A year and a half. Say that again. How many dates did he pay for before we? You, 
No, no. How many days have you paid for it? Oh, now? Okay, no, no, no. I definitely wouldn't say that has to go throughout the whole relationship. That's just the dating. That is genuinely, I don't know you, and you stopped me on the road, and you asked for my time. So, therefore, I'm not going to pay for it. But, like, once we started dating, I we do one... We do Dutch, or we do I pay, you pay. Okay. There's no issue in terms so, of that. No. So, you haven't ever seen a guy and he was like I, I'm, I like him and you initiate the conversation um, no never <laughs> wow. if I if I see a guy and I liked him and I initiated the conversation it definitely was done in the way where they thought they started the conversation uh-huh. but I would never be the person who like kind of just went out there and did it. so for example I remember I was sitting on the bus when I was younger with, with some guy and I kept um sighing very loudly because <laughs> you wanted his attention we we were in traffic so i kept like sighing and kind of looking out the window like oh this is taking forever and then he ended up talking to me so he thought he initiated that but i was sighing for like 20 minutes before waiting for him to finally ask if i was in a rush so <laughs> to start the conversation exactly that's interesting that is real interesting that you have to have the first meal on the house for them to take you out that's that's amazing that's Why too much that, to though? risk. If I got to risk my time, me getting ready, and my money, I'm staying home. I'm wow. staying home. Well, I, I mean, on, on, on the real, I, I think it was the way how it was present, how she she uh, presented it to us. Uh-huh. But I, I, I get it what she's saying. She just, I, I believe you said it in the wrong way. It make you like, hold on now, boo boo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like, guys, cause, you guys told so, me we're not warming up. You guys said yeah. we're not warming up. <laughs> so, so when I, so when I, like, with me, if I meet you out and about and I ask for your number, of course, it's on me to take you out. You know what I'm saying? And if it's like an online dating or something like that, first thing I'm going to do, we're going to do a meet and greet. But the difference is, is because I never met that person mm-hmm. in person. The one I met at the gas station or whatever, I will take you out on that first day because I actually met you. Mm-hmm. But I think how you said it's so rough. It was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got like, hold on, little, little, little five two tripping right now. You know, what little five two tripping, little five two, <laughs> five, two and a half. I think she gave her a half too, man. I'm mistaken. I'm, I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on trying to soften up the edges. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. She's a little rough. Where are you from? Toronto. Are you oh, from? okay. It's a saga to be exact, but nobody knows where that is, except unless you live in Ontario. Right. <laughs> so where is that? And I ain't definitely there. <laughs> Man, oh, this, really? this that was very interesting, and that that's something that. But, but let me get back to we running long in this hour here, but um, Alan, I wanted to ask you the same question: Do you set it? Do you set expectations when you meet someone, or do you let it flow naturally? I'm gonna let it flow naturally. Uh, the expectations, you know, I'm not really giving it no expectations because for what? You know, I, I didn't been through this journey so long now. It's like you kind of immune to a lot of BS. Uh-huh. So I can't set no expectations because I'm getting let down or whatever. So when I move forward, if I see how it's going, I kind of didn't set expectations because I think everyone is going to set their expectation like in a, on her side and my side she's mm-hmm. going to want what she's expecting to, to do and i'm going to want what i expect 
Me personally, I only ask for three things. Appreciation. Mm-hmm. Some booty at least three times a week. I knew that was coming. I knew that was when coming. I knew that was coming. I feel so quickly. And what's the third one? She said it went downhill so quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just be loyal, be real. You know what I'm saying? Honest. You know what I'm saying? Right. So don't my expectations. I don't require. I'm gonna count the three times a week as a chore in itself. That's like one, two, three. That's Damn, so I'm gonna put you at like five things. Uh huh. Three times a week. That's one, two, three, and then we're gonna do the appreciation, and then respect, and then the other one. I'm gonna count them as their own for the three times a week. Oh, so you gotta. Oh, have, so you. Hold on, hold on. She gotta break that down to me. Yes, I, I please do. No love and lust and have you on your show. That's the post-secondary education talk. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, so break that down. So it's it's, a, it's seven days in a week. So break that down for us. How did that love, appreciation, and, and that and that lust moment goes for you? For me. If, if that was the expectations, he told you his expectations, and and it's three times a week, he won appreciation. You you were like, no, 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 that's no, 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 three times a week is just getting some booty. Okay. Yeah, he just put that as his own category. You can't even mix in the appreciation with it. Is what he's saying. Okay. So she she's counting it as a chore. So she's counting yeah. each <laughs> each three days is a is she. Three days. So then you got exactly. your loyalty is four. So <laughs> yeah, loyalty uh, is, is all the way around. You gotta be real with me every day, all day. So when you get the booty, that's not appreciation, Elton. Yeah. Oh, that's expected. <laughs> <laughs> so we in a relationship. So what? Like, I was trying to figure out. So booty on Valentine's Day only. So what? So what constitutes appreciation, Al? Hold, uh, um, fixing your coffee before you leave, or what's what, what constitutes? No, 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 no. Appreciation means like if I'm doing as the man and I'm holding it down and I'm treating you well. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right, it would be nice if you like in the store and say, mm, this cologne smells good. I'm gonna get this for him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just some shit to show appreciation. Like, I appreciate you being the man that you are to me. You know what I'm saying? You treating me well. I'm gonna treat you well. It don't have to be anything you gotta buy. So sex just, so sex is that. sex is its own category. That doesn't That's fall in the appreciation category. Because okay. we're benefiting both. Okay. Now I can if you just don't like six, then that's you know that's hard on you. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like I said, that's like somebody giving somebody some coochie special for Valentine's Day now, nah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get... think I found a, 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 I think I found a new reason as to why you're still single, and it's not the kids. It's not the kids. About, you think you, you, we get it's to the, the coochie special? Right, we get to the, 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 the we get to the nuts and bolts of this thing. We understand why. Okay, so oh, so a, a, a minimum of three a Valentine coochie day special. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Coochie oh. already in there. That's included, man. Oh my god! What? February fifty, you get a clearance. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Nigga wants some booty, wants some booty. Oh my god. Oh boy. 
I've never CY, heard. Appreciate. CY counseling's important. Look yeah. what we just uncovered. Yeah, we uncovered a lot right there. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> but <laughs> Ashley, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find Miss Confidentiality on Spotify, iTunes, Google Playlists, TuneIn, and Anchor. Okay, and if anybody wants this coochie special, Alf, where can they find you? No, you know, right now I'm I'm involved with somebody that's <laughs> I, I ain't a relationship, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna mess up I'm good right uh, now. No, I, I, don't, I don't have no social media anyway. So just, yeah, he has to make sure you did that special shout out so there's no problem. Right when they get right. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, just have people on talking, brothers. I'm be on love and love soon. I don't know when. Ask <laughs> Matter of fact, you need to have somebody like-minded like me. You just gonna rename my whole podcast. Right. <laughs> you gonna rename it, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be on love and lust. Oh my goodness. That's the name of the new show. Love and lust. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you to slide into my DMs like everyone else. We'll set that up. Yeah. There you uh, go. I don't have no Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I barely know how to use Skype. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, Smash, my brother. Any last words, my brother? No, man. I appreciate both of them for coming on the show, man. It's been <laughs> it's been good. It's been entertaining. I love it. So, I uh, appreciate y'all coming on, man. Definitely. You're welcome. <laughs> so for all the Girl, listeners, I hope you guys no no problem. For all the listeners, I hope you guys enjoy. Keep tuning in. Also, you can you know follow us on Facebook, Instagram, although out in can, but we'll hook <laughs> <laughs> we'll hook him up some kind some kind of way. You also, can find me on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll find him somehow. Right, right. You <laughs> you will. But also join the Facebook group. There's always some stimulating conversation going on in there. Um also, we also want you, want you guys to reach out, send us some emails, comments, so that we can talk about them on the show. So, with that being said, thank you guys. Much love, and we out. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye. We have returned to claim the pyramid. in on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light years.